Hey, Wendy and Jenny here, and welcome to the Pure Motherhood Uncensored podcast. We're sisters, Latinas, mothers, and business partners. So how did we become business partners? Well, our not-so-great birth and postpartum experiences is what led to the creation of Pure Motherhood Co., a company dedicated to helping women through the many stages of birth and postpartum. Jenny and I are birth and postpartum planners, so think wedding planners, but for pregnancy. We provide holistic support for pregnant and new moms, education, and handmade natural products. So listen in as we talk, real talk, on all things motherhood, business, pregnancy, etc. Because our mission is to educate and empower women through real, honest conversations and guidance. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to our next episode. I don't even know what Yay. number we're on. I think it's like, yeah. like maybe 11 or 12. But I think after 11, after seven, we lost count. And basically. it's because we hit our goal. And like, we're just going to continue. Like, yeah. I know. So this episode, here we are. Here we are on this episode. We are going to talk about something that should be talked about more often, um, but is not. Yeah, super timely. Um, we actually have like this whole list of podcast episodes that we want to do. It's like ridiculous and the amount of guests that we want on and all these episodes. But then the other day we were looking through it and I'm like, mm, they're kind of just like, I don't know, nothing was standing out. And then we were like, I posted on Facebook, I think, or maybe Instagram too. I don't know. And it was just something about something that I saw that I was like, oh, and the the funny thing is the first thought I had was everybody knows this. Why do I, I'm not even going to share it because most people know this kind of thing. But then I realized whenever I say that is most people don't know this and that's a problem. And the reason we know this is because when I shared it, it, was shared by several people and I got a lot of comments and people talking about it. So I'm like, okay, this is what people want to talk about. And it was very timely too with the holidays. So we just decided to go with this. Yes. So, um, can you just share what was it on the post that you said? Yeah, I don't even actually, I don't know the specific, but it was like attention, um, like warning type of thing. This is like, let me find the exact thing wording of it but it was like this is like induction unnecessary uh, induction season yeah season exactly yes yes it was um it's unnecessary induction yeah which means your doctor may want to induce you to avoid working on a holiday not because of a medical reason always get a second opinion and so again i didn't even think that was a big deal but apparently people don't know that and actually the reason i know this is because the people that shared it like I looked on their page and there was moms on there saying, oh my God, are you serious? I didn't know that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like this is what happened to me. Or, and it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. People really just don't get this. Yeah. And, and this is something that, you know, Jenny and I are super passionate about because of that unnecessary cycle of interventions that we always talk about that is, can lead to things that you don't want basically in your birth process. And so when it starts with the doctor doesn't want to work on a holiday, um, that is really fucked up and that that's like the reason, but obviously he's, or she is not going to tell you that that's the reason. And I think that that's why a lot of women don't know that this is actually done. I think Jenny, you and I, since we're involved in this industry, 
we see a lot and hear a lot of more things. Um, and I think we just assume that duh, everybody knows this. And unfortunately, they don't. But like I said, more people do need to know this. Yeah. And actually, somebody remember, somebody commented that like their friend was told they were due on December 25th, I think. And the doctor just straight up said, well, if you want me to deliver this baby, you need to be induced. Like that's it, like straight up, like no medical reasons, no mm-hmm. nothing. Just if you want me to deliver this baby, I ain't going to be here on Christmas. That's for sure. So you better yeah. find another date. And I told her, I was like, well, at least he said that <laughs> kind of like, honestly, I'd ra- I prefer somebody to be honest like that. Obviously that's fucked up. Like when he said, but at least be honest about it and not scare women and say, we're going to induce you because of all these reasons that are not true, you know? Yes, exactly. And causing fear like, oh, you're having a big baby or, well, we'll get into like some of the reasons that you might hear, but I did want to talk about, um, a, a call that we had and we're actually hoping to get her. It's, I think she, I feel like she is a doula, right? Wasn't she? She's a childbirth yeah. educator for sure, but yeah. I'm pretty sure she's a doula as well. Um, we're going to get her on the, on the podcast and do an episode with her, but I'll, I never forget that conversation that we had with her because it was so like eye opening and like frustrating and just so like it just pissed me off. And the fact that she was talking about how because she's been in the industry for like 20 years and how she was involved in like exposing a hospital for their really, really high C-section rates. And I remember she talked about how the only reason that it was like discovered was because a journalist, his wife was giving birth and the doctor didn't know that it was a journalist that was there in the room. And the doctor was like, oh, they were giving birth. I think it was like on a Thursday, like they went into the hospital and the doctor was like, oh, you're lucky because if it was this doctor, you would have been induced already. And that kind of triggered an investigation, Mm -hmm. which led them to discover that the hospital had like a 70 to 80 percent. I don't remember the exact number but a 70 to 80% increase of inductions before the weekend because doctors didn't want to work on the weekend. Like how mm. messed up is that? That you're not letting a woman labor naturally because you don't want to work on the weekend and you're going to lead her to all of this cycle and in- interventions that's going to lead to a major surgery. Again, C-section, C-section is a major, major surgery. Yeah, it's like so selfish because they're thinking about their weekend not thinking about how this is going to impact you for the rest of your life because if you're going to mess with the natural birth process it ain't it's not going to be like I wouldn't say easy but it's just you're interrupting things so it's going to be this whole you know and hopefully things work out fine you know with you being induced and interventions and things like that but most people are not um, and so now They have their free little weekend to go on their yacht. And now you have this traumatic birth that you have to live through for the rest of your life, basically. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it's nothing major, but trauma is, is real. It's, 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 it's a big deal and something that, you know, a lot of people have to go to therapy for. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you had this idea of a birth in your head and, and then your doctor just out of nowhere tells you, well, you know, we're concerned because of 
the size of your baby or whatever. Again, we're going to get into those examples. Then what's that going to do to you? That's going to create all this fear, all this stress. You're going to go into the birthing process, super stressed out. You're not that you're not going to get the plan that you want. And then it's just going to lead to like, we've said this stat before, and we'll keep saying it again. One out of three women say that they experience a traumatic birth experience. How to avoid that? Avoid the unnecessary interventions. So just remember, if you are pregnant and you are due during the holiday season, it's unnecessary intervention season. Probably unnecessary. Yeah. And like I have this stat like talking about weekends, but we're talking strictly about the holidays. Um, But the Monday before Thanksgiving has the highest rates or of medically induced labors. So the Monday before Thanksgiving um, has the highest rates of inductions. Like, is that not a coincidence? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, what are the chances that <laughs> the Monday the before a holiday? And the reason that they can kind of te- like um, tell is because obviously Christmas is on a different day of the week every year, but Thanksgiving is always on the same. Is a is the whatever third or fourth Thursday of the month. So they can tell that Monday there's a, you know, if, if induction skyrocket, what is the reason for that? Like, is it just magical that every woman in November during that week just has some kind of emergency? No, like that's just, let's just, let's use our rational reasoning here. Yeah. Call it what it is. Same thing for Christmas. And, you know, I think uh, a 4th of July is the other one. Oh wow i'm just thinking about the doctor on their yacht i think fourth <laughs> of july is the other one <laughs> yeah so let's talk about wait what are some reasons for inductions like that they're going to tell you that you have to have a necessary induction yeah and quote unquote necessary and the top three that we have found and you know through the work that we do and just he- talking to other people and just kind of research and stuff is um the number one is your baby is too big So how is it that your baby is too big right around the same time? Like how is everybody's baby too big? How is everybody's baby too big right before Thanksgiving? Yeah. Uh, Like you got to question that guys. Like let's, let's use our critical thinking here. Yeah. And how is that even possible? Exactly. And always remember, you know, the sonograms are, are not super accurate. 50% off. Exactly. So if they're saying your baby's eight pounds, that, if there's a chance that it could be like six, you know what I mean? So six pounds. So just use your critical thinking. Like Jenny just said, yeah. Well, at you your last what? Just... checkup, what was, what did they say your baby weighed? What are the chances that your baby is grew two pounds in a week or two weeks? Is that actually reasonable? Yeah. You know what? I just thought of something. I'm a part of this birth trauma group and there was a girl that posted in there that she can't get over the fact that her I don't know if it was a doctor um told her that her she was gonna have a big baby like nine pounds I don't know over nine pounds which isn't really big but anyway and baby ended up being six pounds and so she has this trauma and she I mean it was like a big deal because she wants to like sue the doctor and all that but it was like she has this trauma with now she has like, I mean, I wouldn't call it premature, but like a, a smaller baby and needs a little bit more care. And she's like, she feels like almost was like unnecessary and lied to. It was like this whole thing, which at the end of the day, it's just not those sonograms or the ultrasounds are off by 50%. And there's nothing that you can 
kind of do about it. And it's really unnecessary to get that many sounds because what what is that going to do for you? Like this mm-hmm. unnecessary fear that's going to creep up. They're saying yeah. my baby is too big. This whole thing starts. Yeah. And unless your baby is like 12 pounds, that's when you have to like really worry. But an eight or nine pound baby that women have been pushing out eight, nine, 10 pound babies for since the beginning of time. That is not. And yes, you have a larger size than like standard maybe baby at birth. But it's not something that is a cause for concern or an emergency. Many women, like I said, since the beginning of time, have pushed out eight, nine, 10 pound babies. And then the number two is your fluid levels are too high. That's another one that we hear a lot. There's way more to that kind of same thing. You know, it's very inaccurate information that they use just to scare you, basically. Yeah. Uh, And so in in that case, I would ask, like, what are my levels? How did you find them? Like, how did you test? What is a what is a standard level versus so that I can compare it to what my level is? Make sure that you ask questions to see what what responses they have, because if they actually have they might not have a response. Well, you know, we use because what what are they using to test that? What is I was just that's exactly what I was just going to say. I do have like, can you put an eyeball in there and check like my fluids? Like Mm -hmm. what? How could you possibly see the level? Yeah. You'd be surprised, guys. They ask questions. You'd be surprised with the answers. And you're like, wait a second. You really don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. (laughs) They expect you to just trust what they say. But if you kind of ask them questions, their reasoning can unravel right before you. And so then that helps you and gives you the confidence to make a better decision about what interventions you would like or would like to refuse. So if you get that peace of mind by asking your questions beforehand, you are going to feel like I am not in any emergency. So no, thank you. I would like to um, just keep going and let my baby decline. Yeah, Yeah. And let my baby continue to develop as it's supposed to. Yonda, they'll throw out a lot of big words, especially for first time moms. And it sounds like super scary, but you know, just you are your own advocate, you know, your baby, um, your, you know, your body. And so you got to ask questions and do your research outside of it. Like there was somebody that we were talking to about creating a birth plan. So if you don't know, we offer one-on-one calls to go over your birth and postpartum plan. We have a template already. We do all the research for you. Like it's a whole, you know, comprehensive call that we do. And so we had somebody reach out interested and she decided, oh, I'm just going to go with my doctor. She's like, I contacted my doctor and we did a birth plan together. I'm like, oh boy. Uh, I said, make sure you do your own research. And because he has him and, and the, the hospital's best interests, not necessarily yours. So I'm mm. um, not saying he doesn't care but the likelihood is he doesn't (laughs) and so go do your own research is kind of all I said yeah yeah and that's what and and like remember unless they're like we have to rush you right now because there's a problem you have time to be like okay thank you for this information I'm gonna go home and do my research in a calm manner like you don't have to make a decision right then okay I'll call I'll call you guys and I'll let you know if I decide to go ahead and schedule an induction and go home and think about it and process it and talk to you know you can call us or talk to your um doula if you have one so that you can kind of make a more educated and informed decision on whether or not you want to go ahead and schedule that induction 
Yeah. And the last one. So the first one was your baby's too big. Second one is your fluid levels are too high. And the third one is a calcified placenta. Basically, like they're saying your placenta is old <laughs> and aging, which I laugh because um, it's it. Okay, so does your placenta age? Yes, like we're not. That is a that is a true statement. But after 42 weeks, if you look at the percentage of what happens to your placenta after 42 weeks, it's just, it's not, again, it's just not necessarily the truth. And when they say that it's like, oh, okay. Like a lot of these things are like, well, what's the percentage of, oh, you're talking about 0.01. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Like, is that really what we're fearing here? So, um, don't tell them you have an old placenta. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So those are the top three reasons we see that, um, you know, your OB might say, or you might hear your OB say as to why you need an induction scheduled. But again, take that information with a grain of salt, say, thank you for this information. I am going to go home and kind of think about it, go home, do some research, talk to your people before you make that decision. Don't do make that decision yeah. out of fear. Exactly. So just like I said, ask questions, decline if it doesn't feel right. The feeling is is everything. And then get a second opinion. You can always get a second opinion. You don't have to stick with what they say and that doctor go somewhere else and see what they say. Um, that's kind of what we suggest. Yeah. So we kept it short this week because we wanted to get this episode out. And we're also going to try to give you some shorter episodes with just some like good information education so that you can share with your friends. And we hope you found this information helpful. And yeah, share please share this with especially a first time mom, but please share this episode with anyone that needs to hear it. if you're currently pregnant during the holidays. It doesn't have to necessarily be Thanksgiving, but we wanted to make sure we put this out for Thanksgiving, since that is the highest. But yeah, share this with anyone that could use this information. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think with that, we will wrap it up short and sweet. That's it. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pure Motherhood Uncensored podcast. If you're like, um, I'm pregnant or just had a baby and these girls seem pretty cool and would love to work with us, well, here's how. We know that being pregnant can be overwhelming and confusing. So as birth and postpartum planners, we offer one-on-one -on -one support calls, in person if you're in the Central Florida area, or virtual to help you plan for birth and postpartum. Do you need help with your birth plan? Is your partner totally clueless on how to support you? Do you feel overwhelmed with what you're supposed to be doing? We got you. After a call or two with us, you will feel peace of mind so that you can enjoy your pregnancy and be truly present for your new baby. We also host local monthly meetups in Central Florida. So make sure to check out the show notes for a link to sign up to find out when's the next one. And make sure to visit our online store to check out our handmade products to support you from pregnancy and beyond. Send us an email at hello at puremotherhood.co or DM us on Instagram at puremotherhoodco to learn more about working or collaborating with us. Thanks for listening.